Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. Well, the rebuilding of the Cleveland Browns has taken off. We have uh, some breaking news to drop to you guys. Uh, my man, pass rusher, uh, Houston Texans, I'm just going to call him Ogbo because he got a lot of O's in his name. I'm going to just go Ogbo because that's what his mom called him, and that's what's on his Twitter page. We'll tell you about the pass rusher from the Houston Texans, what he brings to the table. Second, um, you know, second segment, we'll get into, hey, a familiar name, a couple familiar names. Ethan Poacher's back in the fold. We thought that he might be a little too pricey. Good job out of Browns by getting him back. And also Taki Taki is another guy who we felt was serviceable, and he is back. We'll talk about all of the uh, the additions, and we'll also talk about the climate of free agency. Who's left available? I'll tell you what. All the names are still on the board. It's only a couple big names missing. We'll get you, uh, you know, get in contact and make sure we tell you what names to watch out for within the next couple of days as a tampering period rolls on. It is G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, on this episode of the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day, whether it's here on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe, subscribe notifications on, throw some likes on the episode. Going to be a busy week. So your friends ain't here yet to this party. Make sure you are directing them here. Available uh, on your favorite podcast app. Always available. Always free. Also, you got Roku. Go ahead and search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will find the Locked On Browns podcast. You will find 10 hours a week of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube, Locked On Guards, Locked On Cavs. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And, of course, from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and 92.3, the barbershop on-air personality, Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91 They started slow. Definitely started slow. Um, I don't know if the NFL maybe put out a little bit of a mandate. Like, guys, we can't have it look like y'all put together a five-year, $75 million contract in seven minutes. So if you could 
take a little time with announcing some of these things. Um, look, we all know the situation it is. Uh, as far as the NFL Combine, look, some of these deals were done you know, 10 days ago over a shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's just the nature of the business. I mean, we know it. Everybody knows it. Look, the NFL kind of got to keep face sometimes. Um, for the Browns today to this point, um, Sione Taki Taki, it looks like it's going to get worked out. We'll do that in the third segment. Ethan Posick back. Most importantly, three-year deal for Ethan Posick. But the headliner, I would say, to this point, uh, is the Browns have reached a three-year agreement with Edge Rusher. And look, it's a struggle. It, name ain't easy. But Ogbenaya Okoronkwo, uh, originally at the University of Oklahoma, Gainesville, Florida native, former Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year at Oklahoma. Mm. Uh, Fifth-round pick during the draft process. Look, as an edge rusher, six foot two. It's not the best thing going for you. Six foot two, 250 pounds. Now, keep in mind, we talked about this. You know, what is normally the prototypical type guy that the Browns front office has brought in at the edge brusher position? Six four, six four and a half, six five, 270 ish. And what do we say? You got Jim Schwartz here. This might change. You might be looking for a different type of guy. And maybe being a tad bit undersized at the edge rusher position isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but Okoronkwo, former. Los Angeles Ram possesses a Super Bowl ring last year, goes to the Houston Texans. And this is kind of what's impressive. You know, a lot of people and a lot of Browns fans want to talk about Brandon Cooks and bring him into the fold. Well, Brandon Cooks, as the season was unfolding for the Houston Texans, was having some issues. And I get veteran player. Maybe you're not happy. Well, a guy like Ogbenai Okoronkwo, week seven through week 18, he rose to the number six overall edge player by PFF. So here is a guy in a bad, bad situation with a bad, bad team. Nothing stopped him. Uh, if anybody remembers week 12, that was obviously uh, the Deshaun, I'm sorry, week 13, the Deshaun Watson debut for the Cleveland Browns in Houston. Ogunai Okoronkwo had a sack in that game, was active in that game. Now, the thing I do like about this signing is, is I think the Browns still have a lot of faith in Alex Wright. And anybody who doesn't believe that, you're fooling yourselves. Look, the Browns, we all know, they protect their picks and they try to give them every opportunity. So this bringing him in is an opportunity where Alex Wright still might be a full-time player. But you're adding a lot of juice here for guys to come in and nickel and dime. We talked about being able to have the maneuverability and kicking some of these guys inside. That's not going to be Okoronku. Trust me, he's going to stay on the outside. Um, and the thing is, um, you know, I've talked, uh, Isaiah Thomas is pass rush specialist, uh, coach Ed, he's been on this show. We talked about it. We talked with him last year. He's worked with Ogbenai Okoronkwo for years. So whether it's the folks in Norman, Oklahoma, whether it's folks with the Rams, whether it's the folks down in Houston, whether it's a personal positional coach, they vouch for this guy. They vouch for his personality. They vouch for his character. And now NFL wise, even though we want to ring with the Los Angeles Rams, he is going to a true NFL fan base here. Rams, it's a different ballgame out there in L.A. The Houston Texans, you all saw when the Browns were down there last year. Ain't nobody was in that crowd except for me. Tony Fields' dad seemed like the only guy who was actually at the game. This guy's getting into a real NFL environment. He's juiced. He's geeked. Gee, Browns didn't get a lot of work done today, but this is one that's going to go towards helping this team down the road. Yeah, no doubt, Jeff. Um, when you look at this, uh, this move, 
I, I think this was a very shrewd move. I think this is a move where, um, you know, Barry said, hey, you know, what I want to do is give value. Um, there's a lot of the big names that are still out there available. We'll kind of talk about those in the third segment, but there is some, there is some, uh, you know, big names available. What they wanted to do is I think they went in thinking, you know what, if, if one of the guys we've targeted, um, is not off the board. Um, and I think we, there's a great value for them. We don't necessarily have to get a D tackle first, right? We can, we can wait the long game out. Right. So, cause some of the defensive tackles, and some of these players are going to roster players are, are going to want to do one or two things, Jeff. They want to see A, where their other buddies are going to. They want to see B, what type of uh you contracts are people getting at their position that are setting the market, so to speak, in terms of what they can get. And finally, they are waiting to see what other moves that you make as a front office or organization and what guys you got to come in. So, you know, some of the bigger names could be hanging out, waiting on different pieces and puzzles to be kind of put in their place so they can see the bigger picture about where's the best place to sign. But the younger, hungrier guys, guys that you you may not have a name, guys that may not have the cachet but can fit a specific role, like, I, you know, I'm going to call him Ogbo because, uh, yeah, we're going to work on his name over the off season. But not everybody's got the Nigerian dialect. Yeah, everybody. It. It, it, it takes a little while, baby. You take a little while. We're going to have to get him a nickname. But I like what he brings. The to man the has six O's in his name. Six <laughs> O's in his name. Like he is a Wheel of Fortune dream. Like you wouldn't know what was going on. It'd be it'd be person. Can I buy a vowel? I'll buy an O. And then six of them light up. You're like, yeah, I know who that is. Man, I'll t- I, we'll take that. And, and you look at this. You take a look at this is, uh, you know, his grades, right? Um, you know, we look at uh, losing uh, Jadavian Clowney, but guess what he's able to give you? In the past, he's able to pass rush grade of 81.9. Um, in last year's solid year, five sacks for him, um, 31 tackles as well. Uh, so so he is done. He had 25 hurries as well, and total pressures at 36. So he's a guy that can get after the quarterback. He's a guy that you can you can put in put in them rotation. Um, he only ran a four seven into combine, and that's why I think he kind of he 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 slipped to the fifth round. If you're two fifty three, you want to see a guy in the four fives, four sixes, and uh, uh, you know, under, unfortunately for him, he ran a four seven. But when you, that happens, players can really get into the league, and you start to see, hey, this dude was was a stud in in, in college for a reason, is because he could play football. And so sometimes if you run a little slower time, people are a little apprehensive. You slide down the board, but you also that, you know, you are a good football player and it's not necessarily about the stats and the, the speed and all that other stuff It's can you play? And I think right now, this is a really good pickup for the Browns solidifying the edge, edge rusher. And now you may not, they may not want to um, go after an edge rusher in the draft. They can allocate those, those picks to somewhere else. So I think it's a good pick for the Browns. Love it. Um, and then, you know, next segment, we'll move on to some familiar faces. Uh, three years, uh, $12.5 million guaranteed uh, opportunity to take a total, I think, of a little bit over $20 million, obviously, with incentives received. I spoke about him as a pass rusher. I do not want to discount. He can contribute in run defense. I know you're all in love with the thought of Draymond Jones. He had more run stops than Draymond Jones last year. So just you know, keep in mind. And look, you know, if you're talking about value, this is really good value as of what you're paying 
as a you know the possibility of the amount of production you're going to get from a guy like Okoron. Quote solid day first selection, you know, out of free agency. Besides bringing some of your own back here for Andrew Barry and company, we're going to flip it up here. Um, this is what I'm happy about. I'm even happier that it, it, it turned out to be a long-term deal. Um, it could lead to a couple of questions, certainly on that offensive line with a lot of money tied up into it, but we'll get to that. Your latest lockdown Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Appreciate you all for being along for the ride. Today's episode is brought to you by ultimate football GM. You've heard us talk about this mobile game app. And if you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you got to give this game a try. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. Trust me. Um, when you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. Look, man, you're in charge. Extending players, drafting players, free agents, who to cut, who to trade. Firing, firing coaches, hiring coaches, assistant coaches, all of this. You are in fi- every phase of this game you are in control of. You hire the right coaches and coordinators and managing all the uh, things, including negotiating player salary and terms, navigating your camp franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues. Yeah, you, you might have a player get pulled over on a Friday night. You got to decide what you got to do about it. You can do all of this with Ultimate Football G. And Locked On Browns listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On, all caps, in the game store. The Locked On password uh, will allow you to blow your team up, give you a little more strength than not everybody gets when they join it. Uh, Go to ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. We want to thank everybody for taking uh, time to listen to us wherever you catch your podcast. And we also thank you uh, for all those individuals on YouTube who watch our videos daily. If you're not up to snuff and you don't aren't, aren't really subscribe, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that like button and notification bell so you know exactly when we're coming online. And uh, and definitely follow us on Twitter because all of our uh, updates and all of our alerts for uh, our show will come on uh, at Locked on Brown. So if you are subscribed to that, you'll be able to click on the link and watch our videos as well. Jeff, well, let's get to some guys that um, we didn't know. There were free agents for the Browns, and there's a couple ways you can get free agents. You can go out and get somebody else's free agents or – you could do a good job of developing your guys, do a good job of retaining your people that are playmakers for for you and seeing if they can be contributors long-term by locking those guys up. One guy we didn't think would make, might not have the, um, you know, might not be able to be, you know, brought back into the fold was Ethan Pochich. And the Browns, um, you know, kind of surprised a few people by bringing Ethan Pochich back. But I think it's a really great, um, really, really great, um, move by the Browns. Not the fact that he, he played well last year, but you do it at a rate where he didn't really crush the bank. He really didn't kill it. And he's excited about coming back to play, uh, you know, for the organization. So for me, I look at it as, as, as a really good move, a really good solid strategic move, because what it does, it, it eliminates one more place that you got to go find somebody else at. You know, you, you, we have Nick Harris. 
But if you look at strength for strength, trait for trait, and ability to approach is about six six three ten. He got he has that's a very good size for a center. Most likely centers are a little shorter. You know, you know they're a little yeah a little stockier. Um, but Ethan Pochish is built like um like a long tackle. He's built like that. So you know, I, I just like the fact that they brought him back. Offensive line should be established. Offensive line should have no problems, and you should be able to go and fill some other things. And I think it's really cool that they did it, and they still didn't break the bank, and they still can go get everything else they wanted to right in front of their faces. So I thought this was a really good move by bringing Poachers back. What are your thoughts about that, Jeff? A move like this, and this is one where basically you commend both sides. Look, the player, it's not the greatest thing in the world. When you're coming off your rookie contract, you're a high draft picked, and basically what do you get? You basically get one year league minimum to go be a backup center for the Cleveland Browns. Well, the way it all shook out, Nick Harris blows out his knee. Browns invested a draft pick in his center, blows out his knee. Ethan Posick, it's your gig. Here's the opportunity. Here's the ball. What you going to do with it? Ethan Posick blew it out of the water. Absolutely killed it. And I think the biggest testament we saw about Ethan Posick last year is when he wasn't on the field. You know, Browns lost him for four games. You saw this team suffer without him. So the Browns take a gamble on a guy. Ethan Posick basically gambles on himself. And guess what? Everybody wins. Now, the thing is, and I think everybody in their heart of hearts would have liked Ethan Posick back. But when a guy goes up out of nowhere, didn't make any money, and gives you a top 10 positional <clears throat> performance, you figure I ain't going to work out monetarily. And the thing, and it surprises me, G, that it got done this quick. And we said it's going to be a weird center market. There's a lot of teams that need centers. There are a lot of centers available. This doesn't happen very often. But I think Posick, like you would have thought this would have been something that maybe took four or five days. Like he'd, his agent would have done the legwork on everybody needs a center. Where are you at? Da, da, da. Obviously, it didn't take very long. Browns get him back. Three years, $18 million. Yes, the Browns have a lot invested in this offensive line. And look, Jack Conklin, they ain't can't even dry on that puppy yet. Joe Batonio, when Joe Batonio leaves Cleveland, it's because going to be Joe Batonio no longer wants to be a Cleveland Brown and he wants to retire. And him and his wife and the kids are going to go off into sunset. Wyatt Teller, Jedrick Wells, I'd be a little nervous. You know, I mean, it'd be a little nervous every now and then. For one of those guys, it might be a difficult spot to be in. Browns might want to move off of some of this offensive line money. But for the Browns going to give Ethan Posick this opportunity, for Posick taking this opportunity and doing as well as he did with it, this is what you like to see. I mean, you you take gambles every now and then. And look, when the Browns last year, when they signed Ethan Posick, if you actually said to them, oh, what if Ethan Posick's the starting center for the majority of the year? It would have been like, well, I, I don't know if we're ready for all that. But you know, now for Nick Harris, you feel bad for Nick Harris. A lot of time was put in. It really was for this young man. But, you know, here he is, final year of his rookie contract. And the thing is, he's coming off an ACL. If he wasn't coming off an ACL, then maybe t- team would say, you know what? I'll take a you know fifth-round pick, last year of his rookie deal, save myself some money. It's a little harder to do that when the guy's coming off an ACL. Tough spot to be in, but this ain't the easiest business in the world, as we all know. Um, but for the Browns, this is a guy that just played extremely, extremely well. And you know, to be fair 
whatever he made last year, he made four times more than that. You know, with his performance, he just didn't get the pay. Um, you take gambles in this league on guys, and this is one of the other reasons why you go out and you invest in people like Bill Callahan. Because you say, hey, here's a guy that can make a tremendous difference with somebody who maybe has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit. The game, you know, just didn't get enough opportunity to play maybe. Just didn't get enough reps. Maybe wasn't put in the best position to succeed. Well, a guy like Bill Callahan knocked that all out of the surface, and Ethan Postick was a stud come week one. So everybody gets rewarded here for the Browns, and the key for the Browns is, look, I don't think any changes to that offensive line are probably necessarily coming this year. And you want to make sure you are putting Deshaun Watson in the very best possible to succeed. And, and I think that's certainly what they did here. Uh, great to have Ethan Postick back. I was really excited about this one when it came down. And then when I saw the numbers, I was even more excited, Jay. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. Oh, no doubt. Like, it, it, that was just, that was like cherry on the Sunday right there. Like, I figured I'm, I looked at the price and say, yeah, we'll take two of those. Um, you know, it, you know, it's just, it's, <laughs> It's just a situation where I think a little, some people might be a little disappointed um, because they, you know, when you, it's like a kid on the candy store, you're trying to imagine all of the great tools you're going to be able to work with when you uh, don't understand you can't have everybody. So it might be a little bit of uh, a letdown for some people who wanted a bigger name. But trust me, guys, this guy can play. This, try, this guy going to contribute um, and he's going to be, you know, part of the rotation. With that being said, we'll segue right into the third uh, segment. And guess what? Mm. In this third segment, we'll talk about some of those big names. You guys have covered it. A lot of them are still out there. We'll see if this is something that we can maneuver and get better at and, and, and figure out if we can get a couple na name guys out here tomorrow. And we'll see what we can do as long as, in terms of that, Jeff. No doubt about it. And we'll continue here. Appreciate everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen and being along here for the ride with Garrett Bush and myself who make Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything. From the money line to individual point scores to overall three-pointers made. All this type of crazy fun stuff that you always thought about and wish you could do. And pretty much everywhere now, statewide, you can do. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Look, you're going to commit two hours, two and a half hours to one individual game. Once you find some long-shot bets, put them all together. Put down a small amount of money. Guess what? They all hit. That small amount of money just turned into a big-time money. So instead of calling McDonald's on the DoorDash, tell the wife, tell the girlfriend, throw on something nice. We can go out to the restaurant and have a couple drinks. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to the Locked on Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd, right here with you for Browns Free Agency, breaking things down for you. Subscribe to the channel at GBush91. Subscribe uh, on Twitter, excuse me, at GBush91. Subscribe on Twitter at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on 
uh, on Locked On Browns. So there's a couple of names out there that's been swirling around um, that I think it will continue to swirl around until the market settles a little bit where now guys can kind of look and see where they want to go. I think when you watch the trending exercises, it's a lot of splash names on there. As far as defensive tackles go, Draymond Jones, who's a kind of a tweener between the end and the tackle, can do some things. He had a really nice year, big guy, um, you know, could do a little bit of everything for you. Uh, you, you, you you take a look at uh, Fletcher Cox. Hargraves is going back to Philadelphia. However, they haven't spoken on – I think Brandon Graham said he was going to go back. Um, but there's nothing signed yet, of course. But it looks like Fletcher Cox might be on the outside looking in. Um, now that the, the San Francisco 49ers landed his teammate, it, that eliminates another team off the board that's going to be possibly willing to take on an aging defensive tackle, although he has had a great career. I think they look at it like, nah, we can't do that for that much money. So that kind of took something off his table a little bit. So what you have is now you have higher price names that are lingering around. Um, we've heard, uh, you know, OBJ, um, you know, the Browns were at his workout. Um, you, Let me you, tell you something. This OBJ, it sounded really good at the time. But, gee, and then you hear the, oh, well, maybe, you know, somewhere like what he thought he would have been if he was in his prime, $20 million. It sounds like the vacation movie, the first one, where Cousin Eddie's trying to borrow money from Clark. And he's like, oh, Eddie, what do you need? Uh, $52,000. Clark starts shoving a wallet back in his – like, what? Like, you know, the thing with Odell, look, Odell's going to probably go somewhere. Obviously, I, I, to come here, what is the possible sense of that? Like, I mean, all you're doing is basically, I mean, you're basically tearing open some wounds for everybody because if it doesn't go well, look, Odell, you've had success other places. It didn't work out here. Maybe just, you know, that for me, I think, look, everybody likes to create a storyline, as we all know, Jay, you know that. But yep. I don't see any way in the world that possibly happens. Well, you know, I, if you, if people ask me all the time, is it, is it possible to happy given what happened? Yeah, it's a little bit of a long shot, but would I take him back? Sure, I'd take him back. And, and I wouldn't take him back as just him being a, that's your final piece. i take him back under the thought, pretense and thought process. That look, man, that ship has sailed as far as you being like a bona fide grade A number one receiver. That ship has sailed weeks ago. You need to buy in and, and get you some of this second receiver, third receiver game. And well, think the, about it. When the, Ram, when the Rams brought him in, it was Cooper Cup and it was Robert Woods. Yep. He Robert Woods literally got hurt like three days, you know, and all of a sudden and Odell was pressed into duty. So, you know, and look, it's always going to be a lightning rod name. And this is the shame because even if Odell came out and tried to say, you know, my personality's changed, I understand I'm just a guy now. Nobody believe it because he's built himself up and this reputation speaks for itself. But I think we spent way too much time on him already. <laughs> right. So, you know, guys, guys that are, are coming back that are still available. Um, you, you still have uh, guys like Bobby Wagner, who's still out there. You, you have guys uh, like a Draymond Jones. You have Fletcher Cox. Um, you know, you have the, you know, the, the free safety out of Philadelphia. I think it's Gardner, Gardner something. Um, he's, he's been rated really high as a player um, and he, at free safety. So he's another guy on the board that the Browns will need to, need to fix in, in terms of getting John, filling John Johnson's shoes. Even though he didn't perform that well, you still have a, a – you still need a quality starter out there to do something. So I look at it, you know, now that now we look, I think the next two days are going to be where the big shoes drop because they're going to be enough of a sway from certain players signing certain places that other people are going to jump on a bag wagon and just go there. Right. Cause they think you see their good fit 
or they like who playing what they play with. So I, I think this is all fascinating, and it sets up for a really exciting week for the Cleveland Browns because you do have some of those big names on your, on your team that you can lean on and say, wow, I've seen him do this before. I'm excited about it. So I, I think that's where we're at with it now, Jeff. Your thoughts on the remaining free agents and can the Browns uh, continue to make a bigger splash as time goes on throughout the draft and free look, agency? Uh, look, the two names you know, that went off the board today, you know, Jesse Bates going for $64 million over four years to the Falcons, uh, $23 million in, in year one. Um, so – Look, I wasn't giving Jesse million, Jesse Bates $23 million in year one. I'm sorry. Um, and it almost looks like that contract could be something where Jesse Bates could be available after year one if it doesn't work out in Atlanta. Javon Hargrave, look, the Browns were in it. They were in it. The story is it was Cleveland or it was San Francisco. You're a defensive lineman. Where are you going? San Francisco, where it's proven. You know, it's literally proven, and that would have been a great NFC championship game if the San Francisco 49ers were not down to their fourth quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Javon Hargrave, that is what it is. Um, linebackers have gone for not very high money. Um, I, I don't want to hear these Mac Wilson rumors that I'm hearing. I, I, I do not I, I cannot do the Mac Wilson thing all over again either. Um, but I think I think the Browns, and I don't want to say this is it looks like Sioni Taki Taki is coming back. It's not official yet to this point, so I don't want to put it the other two moves like these two moves have been. Um, but that might be a great move for the Browns. You're getting a guy that you're comfortable with. He's comfortable here. And it's going to be a process for Sione Takitaki. He may not be available week one. Heck, he might not be available till October. So you want at least want to stay and play this year, show everybody you're healthy with your teammates. And the Browns, meanwhile, get a guy who was always good Sam linebacker and was starting to show well as a Mike linebacker last year for the Cleveland Browns. So maybe you bring back Sione. Maybe you bring back a walk done and you run with everything else in that room. Because the key to this is you want to get a read on these players by getting guys at the D-tackle position. That is what needs to be addressed next. Um, is it Draymond Jones? I don't necessarily know that that is the answer. Um, Calais Campbell does leave in Baltimore. I ain't going to lie to you. Man, even if it's only I one year. <laughs> I mean, you want to say, get me a D-tackle? Calais Campbell is like the guy you have draw up in a lab. You know what I'm saying? Six foot seven, 330 pounds, moves well. All right, I'll take him. Um, so another D tackle goes into the market. Uh, you know, you're gonna look obviously safety still there. Chauncey Gardner Johnson got a lot of appeal. Juan Thornhill got a lot of appeal. We'll see the way the plays out for these guys. Um, look, they're not gonna get everybody. Uh, they may get somebody that you don't like, they may get somebody that you do like. They're not working off our boards, they're not working off your boards. It, it's the way the game, the dance works obviously here um but you know some guys got money today a wide receiver market haven't heard a bit today nothing nothing so first thing that tells me is the league is kind of on this isn't a great wide receiver free agent class so guess what just because you're the top of a weak class doesn't mean we're grading you on a curve you don't get an a plus contract if you are a b minus player just because you're the best of this free agent class doesn't mean you get top dollar. That's not the way it works. These guys. So now funny. it's, well, where do I want to go then? If it's only going to be between 6 and $8 million, if you're a Paris Campbell or one of these guys, where do I want to go? If the money's going to be relatively the same, what is the best opportunity for me? Um, one thing I did like today that went down, Jimmy Garoppolo to Vegas. A number one, I think you've got a guy who's the same guy as Derek Carr. Yep. Jimmy G, can you imagine that? 
damage that dude is going to do in Vegas. Oh, good God. Jimmy G's going to have a good time in Vegas. Hopefully, he's going to have legs left for himself when it comes game day on Sundays. Um, so, you know, a pretty interesting first day, a little slower than expected. Um, and that maybe the league is trying to, you know, hopefully have that. Um, you know, and you say it's legal tampering. Well, just say it's pre-agency, pre-free agency. Just call it whatever it is, uh, you know, because you got people who, you know, and look, if it's the day, if it's the first Monday after daylight savings time, people are looking to check out of work anyway. So you might as well, t- yep. the NFL, you might as well turn to the biggest event you can. You know what I'm saying? The NFL, they will monetize on anything and everything. So you might as well continue to do so. But your Browns, big news of the day. Obaniah Okoronkwo. In the fold for the Browns, three years, going to make minimum 12 and a half, closer to 20, hits incentives. Ethan Posick, uh, you know, sorry for the other Browns centers on a roster. You know, you lost the opportunity at the gig because of knee injury, and you all kind of got wildly pipped because this man just came in and straight up took your job. Never gave him um, back? Nope, not a chance in the world. And Sione Taki Taki, it looks like it's going to trend towards he will return to the Cleveland Browns. And the thing with Taki, and this is one thing you like is – we talk about all the time. Give me guys like Nick Chubb. We don't hear you. You do your work. You perform on Sundays. This is it's kind of like a little bit of blueprint of the kind of guys that they like and they want on his team. So Sione Taki Taki maybe get a chance to rehab himself, his image, his you know overall value in this league by staying with the team that originally drafted him. Uh, G Bush Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. On-air personality, 92.3 The Fan, The Barbershop, every Saturday morning. Make sure you're checking out all those things. Anything else from Garrett, you can make sure uh, you can get your hands on, get your ears on by following at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open, of course. We appreciate everyone who makes us your first listen, whether it's on your favorite podcast platform. We're always available, always free, always there daily content here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Got those notifications on. Throw some likes on the episodes. Help the promotion for you guys here. And again, you got Roku. Go ahead and search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will find the Locked On Browns podcast. You will find the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You will find Locked On Guardians coverage, Locked On Cavaliers coverage. We got you covered. All that being said, kids, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns. Yes, indeed.